In the spirit of reconciliation, Tabletop Unknown acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Tabletop Unknown Welcome back to Tabletop Unknown, the show where we playtest lesser known tabletop RPGs. My name is Will and with me is Jesse. Hello. Um, <laughs> yeah, no funny one this time. You ran out of it. You ran out of steam. I do. I yeah, that was a steam. big system, boy. Good yeah, job. Yeah, it's, mm. it's so tiring. Now, it's... you know how I, this was how, exactly how I felt after the Witcher one. Yeah, it's, like, it's drainer. Yeah. It is, it is a really draining system, but I think it's, Honestly, like after playing it and like this is almost like playing the same system again and mm. I felt really – I felt oddly confident yeah. in it for yeah. a game that I did – even though we did do the, our system breakdown episode and I did read and create a character, I still feel like I didn't put a lot of time into learning this system, mm. which is what I generally do yeah. when you're DMing so I can go, well, actually how easy is this for a new person mm. to learn or just like a, how is it? how easy is it to learn in the room? Um, and I I think it is similar to The Witcher 1 in a way that it is like, yeah, like if you're familiar with The Witcher system, you could pretty easily go to this one. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like how Powered by the Apocalypse games are all 2D6s yeah. and you can sort of – you learn one, you've learned all of that game other than other a few different unique things mm. for each different – one using that system. So I think it's similar in that sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we keep referencing the Witcher system, but as we've mentioned in our breakdown episode, for anyone who hasn't listened to that, they are published by the same people and yep. they use pretty much the same system. So. Yep, the Pondsmiths are involved with both. Yep. It's it's Art Tells Orion Games as well. Mm-hmm. So, yep. yeah. Yep. Um, but that's it. That's it. We are now in our Pizza Talk yes. episode with our wonderful cast. So thank you, thank so you much, once again, Jono, Callum, Steph, for joining us. Thank you for having thank me. You. And us. Yes. Oh, thank anytime. you for having anytime. us. Anytime. You're, you're part of the TTU family now. Thank yes. you. Yes. You're in. Uh, you'll get invited to the mixes, you know, the Christmas If we ever do a live show like we've been trying to do for the past two years, yeah, yeah. complimentary tickets to that. Keynote speaker. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were planning to do a Halloween one, but it just didn't happen again this year just because it because of timing and everything, but that's the way it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, Will, we're at the point where you, as the DM, GM, yeah. get to talk through the options and things that you planned and didn't happen and whatnot. So yeah, take, yeah. It, take us away. So um, there was uh, – the, look, the story was largely linear, um, but the there was a couple of major changes that you or major choices you could have made that could have led you down different paths. So um, the first major choice came uh, with Nathan in the apartment. Um, so I had planned that you would probably actually sorry no it wasn't with Nathan in the apartment it was with how you revealed this um, secret uh, Militech research facility or secret Militech base um, basically there was a lot of different ways that you could have gone around doing that um, there was a lot of uh, things I built into each of your specific backstories so you could have contacted some nomads who would have revealed that there was a contract for shipping material like weird materials yeah, to, a, okay. to a warehouse um, corporate gossip around um, which you kind of got around um, yeah this new sort of um, wing being set up in Militech um, any sort of like net records or investigations through media which you sort of tapped into as well mm. um, and then there was um, uh there was like a doc asking about um, 
new cyber like enhanced cybernetic connections and yep. stuff like that so there would have been some stuff that you could have looked at on like research of the new types of connectors and all that sort of stuff which would have given you different information mm. that would have revealed that unplugging her without pulling her out first would have been quite dangerous yeah um but uh, like obviously that didn't happen as well um almost did, <laughs> almost did. yeah I'm, i was i was I, there was a moment of genuine real like panic because i'm like Steph doesn't know the world, and I do, and I'm like, I know, like, one of the first rule, like, things you learn about net dive is, like, you don't just pull them out because yeah. you'll fry their brain. And I'm just like, don't say a fucking word, but I'm like, mm, oh, my mm, God, what's she going to do? And then you were like, I don't think it's safe to put, just pull her out, and I'm like, oh, thank God. If you <laughs> had have tried to do that, there was stuff that I'd planned for in that as well. Like, yeah, she would have been quite damaged mm. um but there was yeah that's when we would have had uh, more vehicle based combat we would yeah, like, the, um, the those drones would have come in a bit quicker um and that would have then formed a getaway but i'm glad we went in and i'm glad we did the the meanwhile in the subway segment oh uh, um, true because then that first half of that last episode would have been vehicle chasing combat sort of yeah. stuff instead of the subway instead thing. That's really, yeah, really clever. So well, good job. Those were the sort of the, the major changes. The, the, sorry, the other major decisions you had to make was whether you were going to help them hide or not, um, which I was fairly confident you would help them hide. Um, but if you didn't help them hide as well, there was going to be um, just some repercussions from that. Um, and whether you chose to be upfront with Lydia about uh, whether you'd hid them or not or whether, you know, if you're being honest with her about all of that and what sort of that would have resulted in. Um, there was two <laughs> major outcomes. Um, either you were kidnapped and sent to the Black Wall or you were kidnapped and delivered to Militech. So, <sighs> that, um, like, it was going to be either one based on um, what, what choice you made. So... Yeah. So not good either way. Not good either way. I definitely wanted to have that grim. like cliffhanger yeah, grim ending. Yeah, nice. Um, but I think when Maisie yeah. was saying like that stuff like they're gone and stuff, I like me in character and me as Jono was like cringing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah. like, no, we're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> but it's what, it's what Goldilocks would do. She'd well, say that. Well, that's the thing. Like I Goldilocks saying that wasn't actually obscuring – that they had gone or yeah. anything like that. Like she was yeah. just saying like mm. it's done, mm. but she was so obtuse, not obtuse, but you know, yeah, so angry and flustered. Like she just didn't say what she was going to say correctly, which you then backed up mm. and were like, she died. And immediately Maisie was just like, that's what we're doing. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I sort of jumped in there because I was just getting so much of the vibe of, we put the effort into protecting them. She's asking after them. You're saying she's gone and she's still pushing for information. So mm. fucking let's just, nah, didn't work out. She's dead. Yeah, Not It was dead. a good move. It was a good move. Mm. Um, for them. For them. <laughs> Not for us. For them. <laughs> Would it have been worse to have been captured and tortured by Militech but still technically be alive or just be forced into an AI hell? In yeah. theory, yeah. we are on route to the be put into the black wall, so who knows? Who knows what oh, happens? That's true. We might decide this is our most successful season ever we want to revisit it in 12 months. Which I, I know exactly how to do. I just say, <laughs> yeah, they did catch it, but, like, Maisie just pops open her arm and blows the vehicle up <laughs> and we're all, like, in the streets <laughs> running away now. It's just, <laughs> I have one more bullet in the, in the, in the, in the, in the wrist You rocket. do. So. Oh, you do. Controls were so pissed when you blew up the wall. Like, you're <laughs> just like, come on, let's just go. I was like, we, we had options. Now we don't have options. <laughs> so well, in her mind it was just like Militech respond quickly yeah. so we need to I need to be as we need to be as close to the vehicle as possible but if like we have to go to the door run to the car 
Yeah. It's yep, just like yep. we could get shot. So if the car's inside the thing, we can just go out. That was what mm-hmm. her yeah. thinking was. Which is yep. a good move. Yeah. 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 No mad brain. No mad brain. No mad brain. Yeah. Galaxy brain. Galaxy brain move. <laughs> um, but look, Pizza Talk, we generally ask you guys some questions about what you thought, um, that sort of thing. Uh, do you have a list of questions? I don't, but I do remember them. So okay. um, first question we generally talk about, <coughs> actually, I've, um, I actually have forgotten it straight off the bat. <laughs> um, I'll get it up in our uh, drive, which I have already open. Um, future is now. Future Share is now. drive. I'm just kind of, yeah, we're here. Uh, talking points, we go. Jesse's got Dial his agent. sound effects. Yeah, I was using my agent. Yeah. Um, that is not it. Um, GM notes and info. No, it might be in our first season without questions. GM notes and info run sheet. Um, I guess the first question we go around is, do you think this system accurately represented the cyberpunk world or cyberpunk as a genre? Um, I'll, I'll start off. I think the the wording of the system is such that it sort of forces you into that world very easily. Mm. The fact that you get a two-page thing for... Um, for street slang, yeah, I love. Yes. I love that. Yes. That is so immersive because immediately we were all saying things every now and then, which was, was in the world. And being someone who knows the world really well, immediately sucked me in. So something as simple as a two pages of slang yeah. of slang that over the course of a long campaign, like if you were playing for like two years or whatever, mm. you would pick this up so quickly. I played the the video game twenty seventy seven a lot so much that I actually say preem in real life mm. now. Mm. Like that's preem. Um which is a horrible <laughs> like it's unfortunate. Touch some grass now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so I find I find the system very immersive personally. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I would think similarly. Like halfway through this, uh, Will, you went outside to collect pizza uh. and it was still like brilliant light outside and yeah. I was so in the mindset of like dark city, mm. red rain. Like you placed me yeah. with your descriptions but also I think the system mm. does a good job mm. of that as well. Um, <laughs> I'll say what I have to say about it later but like um, – there's a lot of skills here. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like not many of them have to do, like some of them have a lot, like you could, some of them are really cyberpunky. Yeah. And some yeah. of them are like contortionist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's some yeah. weird stuff in there. Sure. No, yeah. Fair. But fair. I think it does, it does do a good job of placing you. Mm. I think in the life path helps with that. Yeah. Tell mm. yeah. Well, um, I, something I really enjoyed that really kept me involved was the tone of the source book. Mm. Yeah. It's really, it, yeah, it kept it going the whole, like, um, one example is an explanation about how to use a person as a shield so you can grab someone as a human shield and hold them. Yeah. And, and yeah, and it says you can, while you're doing that, you can still, um, you know, stab them or hurt them as well during your action. It's almost tradition. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, all sorts of stuff that makes you, you get an idea for, for the tone of the world really well through the writing and also random advertisements throughout the source book, yes, which I adored. That was really cool. I'd be scrolling like I'd be scrolling through on my phone, sitting on the train, reading up on things, mm. and then just suddenly hit hit an ad that I had to scroll past for for, you know, like premium kibble yeah. and just be like, Oh what oh shit, yeah, okay, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And roll down and that really helped 
to put me in the space yeah, yeah. as well because I'm recently new. I've watched Edge Runners. I've started playing Cyberpunk 2077, but I'm recently new to the world mm. and yep. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a dis- Cyberpunk dystopian future mm. setting. Um, but, but for this one in particular, and Night City in particular and things, yeah, it's really got me... Um, that those sorts of things really help. Those little touches, the advertisements, the mm. slang in the source book itself, mm. um, yeah, and and some of the like some of the skills, like Jono said, were very like they fit per- perfectly, like personal grooming, which didn't come up. But it's so so much of fashion so, is in cyberpunk, yeah, which you how sort you of look forget. is yeah. yeah, how you look is as important, almost more so than how you act, like mm. in this world. And it didn't come up for for us. Um, but having that as a stat really, like, shows you just how important it yeah, is. Yeah, I did kind of yeah. forget that, like, fashion is so important in that mm. world, yeah. in, in the world thing. But I guess it's because, like, fashion in the cyberpunk world is so removed from what we know as fashion in some ways. Like, and I think it, it's 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 such a tribalism thing yeah. as well with yeah. the, the, the fashions used for. Like, mm. all nomads dress in, like, leathers and stuff like that. And all your corpse are in three-piece suits and yeah. pencil skirts and yeah. power power suits and stuff like that. And you've got so, a couple of poser gangs as well. Yeah, the poser yeah. gangs, yeah. you know. You've got the people from Japantown are all, like, um, what's that? What's Harajuku? That? Harajuku so, sort of, like, but, like, neon, yeah. you know, yeah. style. Mm. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Future it's Juku. Power of future. No, no, no. <laughs> there was an attempt. <laughs> Steph, you're completely new to games, so it's it's a hard question for you to answer, and I don't think you also know the world that well. But from I mean, we've spoken the breaks a little bit. Like, what was? How did you feel about being pulled into the game world? Um, within our, I mean, a lot of that's got to do with Will and his good work. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, I mean I'm a bit of a sci-fi nut. Um, just anyway, mm. and so I think that maybe that's given me a bit of a leg up Great. Um, to ha- like just a general understanding of how things might operate within this kind of world. But yeah, I'm unfamiliar with the system, of course, with get with the with RPG, um, with cyberpunk, really as well. And so yeah, it really was the structures of the system and Will's storytelling. Um, it was um, I was in it instantly, like I could yeah. right from that opening um, mm. that oh, um, yeah. prologue. Um, I could see it and feel it and understand, like, I was a bit lost at times, but um, how each of us, our characters were playing a role mm, yeah. um, and how they fit together to make to yeah. get there. Nice. crazy how fast I go into, like, mummy mode. <laughs> <laughs> just in general in my character, I was just like, mummies. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're like, <laughs> our mums are fighting again. <laughs> <laughs> you are both my mum. Yeah, but you're so right because you had, like, like Maisie who was like rough and hard but like hard of gold but like will kill you because she had to survive but then you're like corporate like words we can do everything words can do anything or Mm. money can move like whatever you want it to that sort of stuff just so removed from each other but have to interact and yeah it was like almost immediately you were like like do like <laughs> doing the exec role over this person that mm. you pro- probably think you're a little bit higher than mm-hmm. which is true mm-hmm. it just worked really well mm. Mm. um i will say i think will's introduction and i think this is something good for anyone who wants to immerse their characters was very important mm. the prologue the prologue mm. the and the music mm. sets it so strongly because 
like that hev- like that heavy cyberpunk um, dark synthwave vibe that you had immediately just sucks you into that energy. And yes. you're like, cool, this is dark, this is gritty, this is exciting, this is violent, this is sexual, it's all these things. Yeah. Well, it's um, something that you spoke really heavily about with the alien um, season was, it was the sound yeah. effects were super important and it is in that sense as well. So, yeah, I think it's something that we'll try to do more of because it does just sort of do half the work for you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. But I think if you are going to play this game, I think it's very important for you to ground your beginning in this system yeah. really, really mm. strongly. So. Yeah, absolutely. Also having the sound effects live for mm. us made a huge oh, difference yeah. in setting up the atmosphere and everything. Like when yeah. the music first started yeah. playing, I was like, oh, yes. It was like yeah, was, yeah. my character yeah. was, all, well, I was I felt dancing we were in my all seat. Like, we were yeah, all we're bobbing all our heads to it as well, which is cool and it's i think also it gives you permission to like it's it's often strange when you start a game because you're like when when there's like a quick quick escalation of violence you're like oh okay here we go but in this world like that is normal Mm -hmm. and it doesn't always lead to violence but understanding that like brute strength is really important in this underground world it sort of allows you Mm. to play in that space a little bit more without it being like oh oh, we're murder hoboing yeah, and just going around, Steph. You're not probably not familiar with that term, but it's just I can when imagine. she is, it's but for other reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's where your players just go around mm. killing whoever they want, taking mm. whatever they want, barely having a home, and like, like, yeah, just it's a visceral term. It's yeah, it paints a picture. <laughs> yeah, but like, it, it, I feel like it would be very difficult to come into this world if you're not familiar with it. But if the scene set well, mm. you can you can really slide into it great, mm. which is good. good. Um, Will, what are your thoughts on um, the immersion and how well the system sets the sets up the world for yeah, you? Yeah, I think it's great. Um, I think that uh, what everyone has said, uh, just repeated, the the book's set out really well. It's written really interestingly. Um, there's a lot to it, so mm. it would want to be. Yeah, <laughs> um, there's a lot of lore as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. Two hundred pages about half the book yeah. is like, not actually the system; it's the world, which is cool. Mm. Like yeah. it's good that you've got that as reference. Mm. Absolutely. Um, I think that the character sheet could probably be designed a little bit better. Maybe yep. we'll mm. get into that when we talk about we'll pros talk and about cons. Positive, positive um, things, yeah. But yeah, I think the I think it's great. I think the book's great. I think it gives you everything that you could possibly need to play a game in this world that does not really, until recently, does not have any sort of other. Um, media that you can draw off. Like, mm. you know, The Witcher has the TV show, it has the games, it has the novels, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, the Cyberpunk now has the game. Yep. Now it has the TV show as well. Because it was just this system, not this specific system, but like an earlier system for it. That's all there sort of was for that world for a long time. Yeah. Mm. Well, the, yeah, I mean, I think the first one was written in like the mid-80s or something. The yeah, first version like, was written in the yeah. and then the and 90s then and early 2000s. It and was revised, but then we get the game in 2020. 20, 20, 2023 will be – I think we mentioned this in our breakdown. They're doing the 20, 2077 conversion. So right, each yeah. – and the, the cool thing is is each new version of the game gives you a set of rules to move your game forward without losing anything. Mm. So you can convert it into the new system or yeah, move yeah. along in time if you wanted and be in the next state of the game, which is really cool. Mm. It's not something a lot of other systems allow you to do. Yeah. But no, I think it's great. Um, my next questions will be um, – what do you think the system does the best? What do you think it does the worst? Um, what your favourite thing was? And if you think this is a good option for new players, that's generally how we do it. So we'll go. We'll do them at once. So if you're thinking about, like, just answer each question as it goes. Don't trail off because you'll get that opportunity anyway. So mm. um, I'll start with you, Steph, because we started. We'll, we'll go back around. We'll change it up. Um, so what was your favourite? 
know, what do you think this system did well? And I know it's not something that you can compare to other things because you haven't experienced other games, but for you and everything you experienced today, what mm. what was the easiest thing for you to mm. be a part of or take part of in the game? Um, I think it was just the narrative progression stuff. So the stuff that um, getting from A to B, whatever they were, that was very straightforward for a newbie. Yeah. Um, I want to circle back mm -hmm. onto Please. a comment that you made, Jesse, about um, doing the prep work on your character before diving in. Um, I agree that that's really important because I didn't do that mm. and I felt really lost at first okay. um, not having that. Like I thought I had a good sense of my character but then as far as actual uh, following the um, life, the... Life, life path stuff and mm. having all of that. Like I just was underprepared. I hadn't. I didn't have. Well, that that's kind probably of... partly my fault. No, I don't no, think no, I no, sent no. you I'm the just... book. Sorry. Oh, but it's, no, but it's. It's. I think it's more an observation about. Like your comment was spot on. Having that, I can imagine having that um, foundation would have um, just been an extra bit of prep that I could have done as a new person coming in. The, not to not and and to give yourself some credit. This is, I think, a, probably a little bit more of a difficult system to jump into for your mm. first time because it is quite involved like this like this character sheet is a bit intimidating it was full on right and yeah. I, I echo <laughs> observations from others around the table about a lot of skills yeah that... and we'll get to that in what we didn't like but um i think again like as i said like we were doing it in theory backwards usually you, you're meant to choose your role first and but which is like your nomad your exec etc but but i did it doing my backstory. Let the path decide. Yeah, let the path decide what yeah. I'm going to be, um, which I find more fun. But And that's I think that's why maybe I had that familiarity and you didn't feel that you did because mm. you sort of made all these choices first and were like, I'm this executive person. But, mm. yeah, but if you really felt that that's, like, the narrative stuff was really cool, that's, mm. yeah, great. Mm. Um, Callum, what was your, what was your favourite, not, not necessarily favourite part, but what are the things you think this system does well? Um, for a borderline sort of intimidating system that I've never used before. Um, something that it made it really easy, especially for doing a one-shot, is just um, the three different ways to build a character. Mm. So you've, yeah. got, uh, you've got the street rat, the edge runner, and the complete package. So street rat, you, you pick your you pick your class, like your, your role. So I was like medtech. They were like, great, roll. These are uh, a block of different stats. They're all slightly different, and they're all good for a medtech. So you don't need to worry about you're always going to have the stats where you need them. Mm. Um, so just putting together a character quickly, especially on a system that I don't know, made it really easy. I ended up I love diving into these systems and and not a min maxer, not by any means, but like I do like making little tweaks and stuff so things fit. Or I'm like, oh, I do think it's better to have a bit more skill in, you know, a, a bit higher points here. Um, so it was really nice that they had the the different ways you can you can pick your stat blocks, the different ways that you can. Um, like for a med tech, it was like, this equipment's great for a starting med tech. Take these basic skills. So if you wanted to just make a character and jump in and just enjoy yourself, you could. It, it's it, Building these characters can be super time-consuming because there's so many just yeah, basic skills. 80, 81 points yeah. to, go and to, to spread across your skills. Yeah, yeah something, yeah, um, it, which is a huge amount. Um, and, it, like, I find it enough. It, it's enough for me to be looking through just, like, D&D &D 5e and being like, where do I put my skill points? Um, so for these, yeah, it's... Um, it's great that those options are there. Absolutely. Because really it could be... I could look at that and just go, this is completely overwhelming. I can never tackle this. Yeah. I'll never play this game. But because they go, hey, you know what? We can just... You can select from some limited options and have a good character to play and you'll have a good time is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I really like that. 
Jono, what were some things you think the system does well? Um, I really liked the... Well, I think it does... Let me circle back. (laughs) (laughs) Sleepy boy. Um, The cyberware stuff, I think, was probably my favourite part. Yeah, It's something that this system, like, only kind of this system can do. I'm sure there's other, like, sci-fi systems. I, I seem to remember there's, like, some body mod stuff in, like... Warhammer 40k mm. or like other sci-fi systems but I think it did the the cyberware stuff was probably my favorite thing and yeah. I kind of came I kind of went like inside out from there with yeah, my character cool. so I was like camera eye camera <laughs> cam, camera eye Jake Gyllenhaal done <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I loved the cyberware stuff and I I'm not a min-maxer, I totally am, um, <laughs> but I had to raise my empathy because otherwise I would have come in as a cyber psycho Yeah. Um, and that's only because I did the complete package where you can just like spend whatever you want on whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but that's like, that's how I learned the mm. system was like, where do my 86 points go? Why did I put two points in pilot C vehicle? <laughs> let, me, let me move that around. Um, but I, I think the, the customization of your character was really sick Yeah. and I love yeah. that it like gives you especially for the clothing, like, <laughs> like I'm making this like kind of subversive hides in the shadow guy, but I'm wearing bright white sneakers. Yeah, like yeah. I love that you can have a bit of flair yeah. if you are like mm. a, you know, a dreg of society. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It, was good. it was good fun. And the way that that's laid out just lets you describe what you look like yeah. in a certain style. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. Um, similarly to John, I think the cyber tech stuff is, or cyberware, sorry, is great. Um, and it's really unique and there's a lot of different options um, and it's sort of a very, you know, two characters with very similar stat builds could be played very different ways based on that. Cyberware. Which yeah. I think is really yeah. cool. Um, and, yeah, and just agreeing with Callum as well, The um, something we both really loved about the, the Witcher, and we've sort of mentioned it here as well, is the life path system. Makes backstory really easy. Um, this takes it that next step and makes character generation really easy by yep. giving you those three options mm. um yeah i think that that's awesome i think my my answer is the same the life path i like i tried i rolled my first one i didn't like it i rolled it again i got Maisie, and yeah. i immediately yeah. knew who they were and mm. i was so excited about her i think it just it opens up this system to a lot of people who are intimidated by yeah. generating and struggles stats to and struggles like to write like because yeah. it can be to come up with like a good character is not easy you know no, like it no. can be difficult like when we were doing um, the character for our D and D group, yeah, I think we were on a call for like an hour and a half or two hours, like just yeah. doing you and stat I doing stats and, and spells. And it's just it's mm. so it can be so mind-numbingly boring. So to have that like taken out of your hands and just like here's some good stats. Yeah, I'm I'm it. I've done so many systems, but I did the Edge Runner package stuff mm. where I just like they go they give you a list of different options and yeah. you get some customization as you go. Yeah. You know, and like that was great for me, but you would think that I would do the complete package one, but that was so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just makes it less droll. Yeah. Mm. Um, Will, what's some things that you think? What are some failings of this system? I think that the character sheet gives you so many skills. It feels like very few of them were relevant to at least this specific game. Um, yeah, and maybe that would be different if we you know, made a, a, a long-running campaign. But so many of them were not relevant to this game and then there was a few times where I said, uh, where someone wanted to do something and I said, okay, yeah, where would a skill be for that? Mm. And it feels like just very basic things that would exist in this world. Like I want to do a net skill 
uh, mm. net-based skill, like specifically net-based. And I was like, okay, well, what skill is that? It feels like basic tech is not specific enough. It feels like cyber tech is not quite right. So Electronics and security tech isn't net running. Isn't net yeah. running. Yeah. Um, but it's not even really net running, I guess. It's more like just what are my net skills like just in the real world, you know, mm. in the meat world. Um, so it feels like there is still holes even though there is so many skills. Yeah. I, I, it's strange, isn't it? I because I, I you know what, and I'm certain that there, that there will be an answer in the system, but we stayed away from the um, net running and quick hacks stuff oh, yeah. completely, yeah. <clears throat> and maybe that would have brought some clarity up. But Quite we possibly, didn't, yeah. yeah, we didn't have that character, so we didn't need to look at that information. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So that's uh, one weakness, I think. I think the other weakness is, as it feels like, and we were saying this off off mic, but as it feels like with every system we do, combat just. Really slows it really down. Really slows it down. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it just got to the point where at the end of the end of the combat encounter we had in episode um, in part three, it just felt like I was just like, can we just kill this guy, please? Can we just <laughs> can we just? Yeah, kill we this were guy? just so unlucky with our roles. Yeah, and just kept yeah. Going. Um, the whole episode was that fight. It was, yeah. yeah. And so it was good that Steph. It was actually good that you broke up the narrative a bit because mm. I feel like otherwise that that. That kept me interested. Yeah. Kept me interested yeah. as, the, as the GM. Yeah, exactly. Really feeling. <laughs> um, yeah, it yeah. was. Good nice. character choice. Yeah, yeah. So, it was a very good choice. I don't know that there's an answer to that because it, it's the same with every system. Yeah. And it, we keep saying it. It might be particularly um, one, one thing I like I did like but did bog us down was whenever you attack someone, you roll for attack and they have to roll for defence, mm. which I like because things are more dynamic. Yeah. Um, but also it did slow us down that much more. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I, ro- I rolled these two attacks and then you, yeah. you, Will, would have to roll and go, oh, okay, hang on, how is how well is he defending rather than just being able to pre-roll and go, cool, yeah. I know this one hits, What's that my one doesn't. class? It's 13. I yeah. know that hits every Great. time. Great, I know that yeah. hits. I can, yeah, roll damage, pre-prepare. Uh, as I was saying, part of this conversation, it feels like the character has some, like with the defending character has some agency about mm. them. Like you yeah. don't feel just like, oh, well, that's a... Great, that's like a ridiculously high number. I'm never going to beat that. Or, mm. or like they could roll bad and you could roll good. You could roll good, but they could also roll good and you could yeah. both roll bad and it's an embarrassing situation where it's like you've both fallen over and one of you's fallen onto the knife and you like, that's technically an attack. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you could really play with that, yeah. which is in a really cool way. I think I think the delay and like the sort of slog through that would be mitigated by greater familiarity with the yeah. system. Quite so possibly, we, yeah, yeah, if we were yeah. playing more and more and got were really comfortable with the rules instead yeah. of doing this as a one shot, I, I reckon combat would be flow Probably smoother. Probably a bit smoother, yeah, yeah. And I feel like yeah. that's always going to be a problem with the structure of this podcast. Like yeah. Yeah. combat is always usually the most complicated part of a yeah. system Yeah, because there's so much mm-hmm. and almost every system has it. Mm. Um, and it's like it's – the reality is you just can't really get a grasp on a – intricate combat system within one session, mm. you know? Mm. You know, because this would be like a normal, like even though we're doing a whole season, this would be like one introductory session for like a normal game, right? Mm. So, yeah. yeah. That four hour, yeah. Mm. Jono, what do you think the system doesn't do well? Um, I think at the start I said that it's crunchy on the outside but gooey in the middle. I take that back. It's crunchy on the outside and crunchy in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's it looks crunchy and it is crunchy. Um, yeah. and that surprised me because when I initially thought like oh you just roll a d10 but no like that will affect you as well. Mm. And um, I feel like having two rate of fire on almost everything is so harsh on you specifically because mm. you have to keep on double referencing yeah. things. Yeah. And the melee attack 
armor harm <laughs> rounded up is like the dumbest rule I think I've ever seen. <laughs> and it like blew my brain. dumb maths, <laughs> but it's necessary maths because otherwise melee is useless in a world where Kevlar armor exists. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. makes sense, but it's like at what cost? Or yeah. it's overpowered if you completely ignore the stopping power. Yeah, then that's you the thing. just get yeah. sliced to pieces. Because yeah. in this world, like in cyberpunk, melee weapons and like katanas and swords are there as like a part of a cultural reference and part of the part of the world, part mm. of the genre. Like, yeah. it's really core in there. And the reason they're introduced is because bullets eventually stop working on people that are fully metal. So you've got mm. to get in there with something sharp, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's why these, these melee tools are in there in the world. So you have to justify it within the system somehow, and I guess yeah. that's how they do it. Yeah. yeah. I think there is a bit of skill bloat. I think, like, half of these skills could be one thing. Yeah. Know? Like, yeah. lip reading is the same as perception. Yeah. It, and it's even an intelligence skill. Like, that to me is, like... Just put those two together. Yeah. Lip reading's cool, but, like, I would say, can I read their lips? Make a perception check. Mm. That makes yeah. sense to me yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I had was um, the chip down is a bog down in that you wanted that guy to be dead. I wanted him to, like, run away. And after the combat, I asked you, are there morale rules yeah. for the guys? Yeah. Because yeah. if you're getting shot at and you're, like, a booster high on, like, I don't know, black ice, is that a thing? No, that's like a... No, that's a virus. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I wrote some of these down. Um, if you're like a booster high on drugs, you're going to run if someone yeah. starts shooting at you yeah. and kills a couple of your chumbas. Like, yeah. <laughs> like there needs to be a morale My <laughs> Yeah, I think there needs to be like a, just a simple morale thing in yeah. here yeah. so people start running away from you. Yeah. yeah. And maybe, and like, again, like that can be, that can be on the DM as like a rule, like, but you're right. If there was a system, maybe that's another system that you're like, oh, another thing. Another thing I need to track in combat, maybe it's a bit too much. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's just a choice you can have as a GM. Yeah. But maybe yeah. maybe if there was something in there to prompt that yep. in the in the in the book. If yeah. there was like, hey, you can run away. <laughs> you don't have to win every fight. I mean, the same goes for players too, but yeah. players, yeah. Never, yeah. Run players, yeah. players <laughs> never run away. Players never run away. It's always it's always let's win to the death. juicy loot. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. Callum, what do you think this system doesn't do well? Um again, skill bloat. Yeah. Um, which lots of people have mentioned. Like there's you've got a business bribery, trading, um, there were a few others, accounting, <laughs> accounting. bureaucracy. That could all be under, under one. Under business. That could yeah. all be business. Yeah. Um, yeah. And why call it business? Call it like corpo. Call it corpo. Cor- yeah, corpo. that's a I very good that's point. what I was looking for, actually. I was, looking, I was like, yeah. what's a corpo skill? There's no, it's fucking business or bureaucracy or something. <laughs> they give you yeah. the, the, the list of slang. Yeah, yeah. go, yeah, go yeah, hard yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, conceal, reveal object is specifically different to stealth. One is literally trying to hide something. One is, like, yeah. your body. They could be the same. Yeah, they could be. Um, the other thing is I didn't even touch talking about sort of potential, potentially being overwhelmed. I think it was a, a lot of us did the same thing. We saw, like, you've got you've got all the cyberware, which is kind of like um, magic items. So, I like, I loved reading through that because I love reading through magic items and mm. imagining, oh, what if my character got that? Um, and it's exciting. Um and then you had net running on top of that, yeah. which was again super. It was almost we didn't have to do it, but it was almost. It's almost like a separate game in itself. Yeah, it has. It's almost like a territory defense RPG. Almost, it sounded like mm, from reading yeah. through. Like you yeah. can set up traps when you're building your architecture. You can do this and that and that. And if you only have one net runner, 
or great for them, not anyone else. Yeah. yeah. Also, go play your mini game <laughs> and then come back to us. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that feels really separated. I think that could be streamlined a lot because that is so dense. It's almost its own. It is basically its own RPG, like yeah. a mini yeah. RPG. Yeah. yeah. You need to talk to each other and be like, let's be all, all oops, all net runners. Oops, yeah. all net runners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have yeah. to do that. Yeah. Like, so you could all do it. Yeah. Right. I think, Will, you said when, yeah, I like when I was reading through the source book, I was like, oh, I saw the net runner thing and all like the different options and I just skipped right through it. Yeah. Like yeah. I read through the majority of others and you said, oh, yeah, I did the same. Once I found out you, none of you were net runners, I was like, great, just skip yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think that's it. Because net running is such a big part of cyberpunk. Yeah. And like literally like in the game, you're driving along and you can hack someone's eyes so that suddenly they can't see while they're driving. Like it's it's awesome, but it just hasn't been integrated well into this. Yeah. yeah. Steph, what I know, again, you don't have much to compare it to, but like what did you hate the most? Let's just do that. Like what did you dislike <laughs> while playing And the why most? was it my inability to settle on an accent? <laughs> yeah, it was you specifically, Jesse. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> um, no, look, it's observations that have already been made, but I think for me it was the combat. I found yeah. that the most challenging and, yeah. yeah, that's a lot to do with my inexperience, of course. Um, but even like I was madly watching you guys as you were rolling and, and trying to follow where you were getting your numbers from and how it was all, and I just couldn't follow. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so as a newbie, that was the biggest challenge. No, that's I fine. I think with the combat as well, it doesn't help that, even though it makes sense, it doesn't help that there's two sheets for it. Or like we had two cheat oh, sheets for yeah. it because there's different rules for melee than there is for well, ranged Well, I think attacks. I'm looking at it and I'm like, you know what, this would actually make sense if it was in the book because they would be right next to each other and I think there needs to be an easier way to present this because it's, it's just a block of text on this cheat sheet. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's yeah. great that it's there. Instead of having to know all this, you can look at Which it. Which I don't think is an official... Uh, I don't think it is. Like I, don't no. I don't think we can blame them for that. That's but fair. They, um, they should make one. They should yeah. make should one. should be part yeah. of the book. Yeah. 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 Well, they've got one for The Witcher that looks quite... Quite nice. And clean, yeah. It's very simple to follow. Yeah. Although, uh, it and it is essentially the same as this. I think this is just presented really complicated. And why did they make crits harder to get in a world with guns? Yeah. That doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Yeah. I think because they want you to be able to survive in this one. Yeah. The, the yeah. Witcher world, it's pretty much from the get-go. It's like, hey, you're going to die if you're not careful. Whereas in Cyberpunk, death is very like a normal thing of life as well but mm, but it's avoidable it's avoidable yeah. and like you got a bit more of that that come back from the dead kind of energy yeah. where, whereas yeah. the witch was like oh if you die you're you're dead like you don't come back but cyberpunk yeah. it's like well you got shot in the head now you're a half robot kind of thing yeah you know yeah get them so, in a cryo bag and they're safe for a week yeah exactly yeah. so it's like I, I feel like it's a bit more fluid in that you can keep chroming up and get more and more closer to craziness and lose yourself that way. Yeah. Opposed to just outright dying. Which would but be again, an interesting thing to explore, I think. Um, yeah, I think if I was to play running. this system, I might go harder into cyber tech because I, I think it would be fun. Yeah. Mm. And you look at the story of David in Edge Runners, and spoiler alert, so skip the next 30 seconds, where he just keeps ge like getting more and more cyber tech until he gets to the point where his brain just breaks mm. and yeah. he's not he's not even in the place that he's in he's just ha he's in his head mm. and he full, can't perceive anything full cyber psychosis yeah full, he just yeah mm. i think not only was that like a really cool like example of that psychosis thing but also like really relevant as well mm. to the system and i feel like the the system's there and you could have a really cool story moment where cuz you can lose your humanity in other ways, you don't just lose it from getting from teching up. Mm. If you see something 
it's horrific. particularly hor- mm. horrific, you could lose it. And it's like you could have a really cool story moment, mm. which would be great. Mm. I feel mm. like our, our role abilities didn't come up much. Mm. I feel like they would, they would serve a longer campaign. Like, yeah. Like, I forgot that what was yours? Yeah. yeah. What's yours? Uh, so I have credibility. I can oh, make people believe right. things and I have like a whatever in six or whatever in ten chance of that happening mm. based on the level of it. But mm. like that wouldn't have come up for like a standard, you know, job. Yeah, mm. I mean my rollability moto is like it really is only applicable when I level up my skill. Because you and get that more vehicles. I can, I, can, I get more vehicles or I can improve vehicles I have. Yeah. So yeah. With, my skill, I, with my skill at four I was like, cool, I'm just going to give myself a car. That can hold four people, which is one of the base things you get, and then I'm going to upgrade it once, mm-hmm. which I did the bulletproof glass. Which, yeah. if, again, if you were to make this a long form and we were to continue this specific story, credibility might come into it if you're trying to release the footage that you've got yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe the car got damaged in that and yes. I need a new yeah. one. Or what was your skill? Oh, oh, mine was literally medicine. So yeah. I can perform high-level surgeries. Yours and stuff. probably maybe was a bit more relevant mm. to a short thing because yeah. you did I heal people at the end. You healed yeah, Maisie as heal well. Bot. I mean... Mm. Um, the med tech isn't a heal bot, which I like. They don't only heal; they can do lots of different things. Um, you're not you're not shoehorned into one thing. But yeah, having a healer on the team, no yeah. matter if there's going to be combat, it's always useful to have. And one. I think with the exec role, your teamwork stuff would be really important for longer form things because because we're doing a short thing, we want to work together and we mm. want to create a good cohesive story. Mm. But if we were doing a long form thing where people are arguing and like mm. people don't like each other for whatever reason, I feel yeah. like your teamwork thing would come in really important. Because you go, cool, these two people hate each other but we're on the middle of a job so mm. I need them to work together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that would be really relevant. Yeah. Mm. Um, the thing I don't didn't like about the system isn't actually combat. I actually found I felt pretty comfortable in combat and I don't know why. Okay. I don't know why. I just was like, no, I know exactly what's happening. because you were good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, I was <laughs> a combat shot. person. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Absolute madman. <clears throat> I think... Um... I, I didn't really like – there was a few times where failure just felt like, well, you know what, I actually don't know what to do. Mm. Um, yeah. Because – and even in when we were in the room with Nathan, I was like, I, I actually – I don't know what skills here that are relevant for me mm. because mm. it was a, essentially like a net running thing without – Yeah. And I was like, I don't have the skills. I also don't know what to do, like – to, to to figure out net running stuff. And even Nathan didn't have the answers because he wasn't that good. Yeah. So I was just like, I guess we ask around. Like that doesn't, that's a really mm. basic, like this city's mm. huge. There's millions of people. How are we going to find them? And we, we figured it out. But like, I feel like there should have been a more, I think maybe that comes down to the skill bloat. Maybe that's yeah. that's what it, what, what it is that I'm yeah. describing. Maybe I, more generalised and less skills is just. Yeah, maybe yeah. more generalised. Because we, we were looking at it, I think we were looking at it um, maybe in the breakdown episode and we were talking about the differences in perception and human perception. Like those yes. changes or those separations I can understand yes. and, mm. and agree with. But, yeah, like the business, bureaucracy, accounting stuff. All under corpo. Just, yeah. You just had a corpo skill. Yeah. Which is like you're, you've either you know corpos, you've had more exposure to corporations, mm. or you are a corpo. Mm. You're gonna know the or make that the corpo role ability. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then or and then what you could do is like like you have for science, right? You've got science, and then you can specialize into particular sciences. You could just have corpo, and then 
specialising to particular corporations. Yeah. Like, that are would you be a money person or a, a people or person? No, or or a, even, like, Militech, Arasaka, yeah, the yeah. weird yeah. one that I can't pronounce. Can you say the waffle one? The waffle-driven waffle. International House of Pancakes. Whatever corp you choose. That's so interesting, Jesse, just going back. Your comments about there were times where failure just meant I don't know what to do next. I thought that was just me as someone brand new to this. So it's really interesting for me to hear that you were experiencing that And it's strange because that's not usually something that happens with me. Like usually I'm full of ideas. I kind of loved it in character. Yeah, it was great because Maisie made, made sense for Maisie. Yeah. Not, she's a nomad. She's not in the city yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, maybe maybe it was just my character. I think Nikki's just a dead shit, so he just legit, <laughs> legit didn't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, but then when we got into the subway module that we added in, I felt like Nikki like, just totally Sean, knew yeah. what yeah. to do. I guess maybe, like, because he's so anxious in the real world and he's mm. like, I'm not in the real world, he was fine, mm. maybe. Because mm. okay. everything was so weird and, like, fantastical. Mm. Or yeah. maybe because you couldn't record, so you <laughs> could let yourself think about other present. things. Yeah. Yeah. You were actually present in it. I, um, feel like we've, I feel like we've covered our favourite and not favourite things already, so we probably don't need to step back on that. But oof. would you... Sorry, Will, what was your not favourite thing if you no I did I started we did with that, you yeah. um, would you would you recommend this Steph for a new person and would you play this again are the two questions I'll ask um, yes I would play it again yep and no, I wouldn't recommend it for a new person unless they're a bit of a dweeb like me yeah, and, already right. ha- and already have a bit of a sci-fi kind of background yeah, yeah. Callum yeah. would you recommend this for a new person um, and would you play again um, I'd definitely play again I really enjoyed this I think it helps how much I really love the dystopian future cyberpunk world. Um, I think this would be super overwhelming for a new character, uh, for a new player. So, yeah. like, having um, Will, having you talk Steph through building a character and that sort of thing, having mm. nice open, like, um, having just a lovely team yeah. all together playing for this episode, I think makes it more accessible. Yep. Yeah. Like, we could, like, sit there and be like, oh, it's just here, yep. yeah, no worries. Whereas sometimes... Uh, I think that very much depends on the people. I play with people who have been like, oh, come on, it's always that you're always picking up the wrong dice or like it's right here, blah, blah, blah. Cause yeah. Whoa. Because yeah. they just want to play. <laughs> These are grown ass adults. <laughs> Some people yeah. get toxic when they're yeah. playing oh, games. Oh, they're like, toxic. I, I don't do anything else. I have five children. I have three hours to play tonight. Can we play? Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Energy? I have to drive yeah. an hour home. Um, yeah. And then I get a good night's sleep if and only if my kid's already in bed. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to get to the combat. I just, I play because I love to deal damage and roll as many dice as I can. Like lots of different people play for different reasons. Yeah. I think it, it really helps that we're all story people. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We all love telling a good story, being part of a good story, which yeah. makes a big yeah. difference. Uh, but no, no, I wouldn't recommend it for beginners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jono, would you recommend this for beginners and would you play this again? Uh, I wouldn't recommend it for beginners. I think it's too crunchy. Yep. Um, I think. Uh, just get them in nice and soft with something easy. Yep. Um, put the life path stuff in front of them and be like, look at the cool character you can make. Um, and then be like, let's try this other thing first and maybe yeah. we'll come back to cyberpunk. Make a cool cyberpunk character and then put them in a subway. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, and then would I play it again? I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I got everything I needed out of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, if I were to play like a longer term campaign... I, th- I wouldn't want to be a media, I don't think. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd probably, yeah. I'd, I'd maybe play again with the proviso that I'd do a different role. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Maybe a solo. That'd be fun. Yeah. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Be gun. Be the combat yeah. stuff was really yeah. cool as someone who is good mm. at combat. Mm. So I would only recommend this for a new person if they're familiar with cyberpunk or, like you said, Steph, into sci-fi. 
Um, I absolutely would play this again. And even just creating Maisie, I was like, I think I want to try and get someone to run me a game. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. think, like yeah. I think I want to play this more. Mm. And there's a lot that you, we didn't touch on at all that you can do in a longer game. Like they, they have all these si- systems of how you pay, like how you pay rent, what your standard mm. of living is. You yeah. can get so deep into this and just... Um, you you've got to get a thousand eddies for like for the lowest income house or something that that provides relative safety mm. in this in this world, and you need to be able to pay that each month. So you need to be out. You, you need to be working oh, wow. deep into it. So yeah. you could have you know your frequent missions um, with your overall. You can almost do mini sods of like yeah. how you're just living, and it provides you the tools to dive into that if you want. But yeah. like. So it, I think uh, it really lends itself to a, a longer long campaign. Form, yeah. Yeah, if I you're agree. willing to dive in. Yeah. I could even see like, hey, guys, today's a net, like t- today's session is going to be a net running session. So mm. scrub up on the net Rush running rules. Skills, like that yeah. would be fine, yeah. you know. Will, good for new players, good for new DMs, and would mm. you play this again and would you DM this again? Good for new players, yes, I think. Yeah. Um, good for new DMs, no. 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 Um, particularly if you... I, before trying to DM this, I played the video game and I loved it. That's my only exposure to it. Um, mm. So, like, having to trawl through, like, the, the story changed so much because I realised I'd written something in. I'm like, wait, that doesn't tie in with the law. And so, like, I'd just read, like, one passage that I just happened to stumble upon and be like, oh, fuck, no, I can't do that now. I've got to do, I've got to do this and this. And um, so unless you're willing to spend so much time reading this thick-ass book <laughs> and just memorising, like, 50 years of, of law, don't even try and DM it. Yeah. Um, if you're really into the game, you're really into the, um, the, the, the TV show um, and all that sort of shit and you, you love it all, you love it all, give it a try, maybe. Yeah, but I think for new players, it's really good. The, the life path system, character creation stuff is just... Streamlines it, makes it simple. Yeah, um, make more companies need to release a system for doing something like this. Like Mm. D&D would be so much easier to set up if you just had a life path system. I know people who skip backgrounds in D&D 5D. That that is the life path stuff. It's just boring. Yeah, Yeah, it is boring. And really limited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So would I play it? I think I would play it. Um, I think I would probably delve into the net running shit and give that mm. a try. Like, mm. I think that seems interesting. But I'm really glad we didn't have to do it today. Yeah. Uh, mm. Would I damn it again? Um, yeah, I think I would, yeah. Mm. Uh, I probably wouldn't include combat yeah. if I was to DM another mm. session. Or maybe I would. I don't know. Um, that's, that's fair. I yeah. just found it so, like, mm. by the time we are getting towards the end of it, I was just like, let's just fucking get this done. Mm. Yeah. Get yeah, it like done. Combat, Kill the guy. Combat might be like... It felt quick but slow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it did, didn't it? <laughs> like it was really, like, weird. But, like, I feel like if it came up organically, like... It'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you didn't have the nice capstone at the end, having an organic fight break out in a rocker bar... Yeah. Would so be cool. sick. Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. And, yeah. like, dangerous. Yeah. Bodies everywhere. Like, yeah. that would It's be not cool. like we need to beat these guys. It's yeah. like, oh, we're getting attacked and, like, I could die and it's for nothing. Yeah. And, yeah. like, that would be stressful. But I, I yeah. understand yeah. why you included combat tonight for yeah. the purpose yeah. of, yeah. In, like, engaging with it. Yeah. 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 Um, very quickly, Will. Um, pizza slices. Pizza slices, yeah. What would you give this system out of five? You can do point five. Can be one to five, you can do point. You can do 0.5. You can do 0.6, whatever. Out of <gasps> five, let's go. I'd give it a f- 
four. I think it far like the, the positives far outweigh the negatives. Yeah. Um it's just not it just doesn't feel as easy as The Witcher did, which I think we gave four point five. So yeah. I'm yeah. giving it a four. Jono. I reckon like three. Three? Sure. Uh, Don't feel like, like you gotta be kind. It's and fine. like a little anchovy. <laughs> And a little answer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so 3.0. 3.01. Yeah, like a, the three slices for like the depth of the world and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like just a little anchovy for the life path. Yeah. 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 Great. Wait, hang on. Hang on. Are you an anchovy fan or are you an Oh, I love anchovies. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. All right. Jimmy See, Jimmy I wasn't <laughs> sure. I needed to clarify. You mean they have salty boys. Yeah. Oh, Callum. Oh, but they're hairy. No, oh, that, can, that can be so a hot one. I, I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hairy man. I don't want to put it in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that before. <laughs> I haven't heard that before. <laughs> and that's why we manscape. Um, well, thank you for joining us on Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guys, I don't think you can hear me on the mic. Guys. <laughs> um, Out of five, Cal. I give it a, I give it a, I think I give it a four. I really like it. I think it's a big commitment yeah. if you really want to get into it. It's so dense reading through the, the, yeah, you can really get into this and really yeah. enjoy it, but you have to commit that time. Mm. Um, I've really liked what I've done. I would like to play more, but um, there's whole sections of the source book I haven't even glanced at. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. so dense that it's it's a bit overwhelming. Fair enough, Steph. I, again, I know you can't speak on the systems, but your overall experience. Yeah. Tonight, how would you rate that? Yeah, I'm going to give it a 3.5. 3.5. Nice. Yeah. Great. So nice do you, middle ground. I like and it. Yeah. Do you think you'd do a tabletop role-playing game again? I'm, I reckon I would. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon Cool. I, I think that's, pretty good, that's a pretty good way to rate that then. Mm. But if you would definitely play any kind of game like this again. It, was, de- it was not anything like what I was expecting. Really? Or what, what I'd always thought. I actually don't know. I never understood how the rolling works to progress a game yeah. like i said to you guys when we were chatting earlier i just assumed that it was all still kind of like board game yeah. Based. Yeah. yeah um i had no idea that it was so much that this kind of way of doing it was so much about um like that improv kind of yeah very style. improv which was space. really fun really yeah. fun yeah i oh, actors always love it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> can i just quickly say the the meanwhile in the subway yeah, stuff. I think I'll give yeah. Will a second to talk about yeah, that as okay. well. Um, I'm going to give it, I think, a 4.1 mm. just because I really did enjoy it. Um, and there was very... <laughs> I think the things I'm criticising could be fixed, like, with house rules. Yeah, you could yeah. just yeah. be like, cool, don't worry about all these skills. We're put Like, you could easily put all every, like, condense these skills look, down for your own game. There is a couple of erratas for it as well. There mm. is an errata which we probably should have looked We probably should have. We didn't. <laughs> Because we usually don't. We usually just go off the core, the core rule book. Um, I'm going to peek it, at that at Yeah, maybe it fixes see. some of these issues. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. If it does... The Pondsmiths could be listening to this episode going, you fucking idiots. <laughs> but yeah, if I, you, you know what? I'll read the erratas when I get home tonight. Mm. Um, and if it does fix it, I will put... I'll, 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 put it, I'll, I'll let you know and we can put it on our social. Yep, for yeah. sure. Um, will, talk us through the little subway thing yeah, for our last so, little bit. I discovered on TikTok, of all places, um, a little uh, RPG called Meanwhile in the Subway. Um, I looked into it. I bought it. I think it's great. It's um, it's just a fun little whimsical thing that you can do with, uh, like I ran it with um, my high school kids and they loved it. Um, but I didn't think there was enough meat there for us to have it as part of a, um, season, like a, part of an season. overall season. There's just not enough to it. Um, but 
they sort of say in the breakdown, you can use this as a module for ex- other RPGs. And I was really, really trying to think about how I could get something like this into a system. And then I thought about the Matrix, mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Matrix Revolutions, uh, where Neo wakes up in that subway. I was like, there we go. That's what it is. They, mm-hmm. They're jacking in. They're in a subway. Cool. Yeah. Um, what What's... From your end as a DM, like what was happening behind the scenes when you were playing, like when you were running the subway? So there is a couple of ways you can do it. The the game comes as like a tourist map of a subway system and there's a whole bunch of options on there. You have like passengers you encounter and uh, subway stations you encounter and weird things that are about those subway stations and passengers. Um, But I was just using some uh, online generators that they have, like randomised generators for those things. And the way that each section of the game should resolve is that you should give two words to your players and then they choose how those words are used in the resolution of those particular scenes. So I was trying to make it as like the construct of each person's consciousness. And so if all four of you had jacked in, then we would have done it four times, but Mm. two of you jacked in, so we did it twice. Um, with yeah, and the the person who was resolving it was the person whose subconscious we were in, and so that's why the passengers sort of addressed you directly in those two yeah, scenarios. Cool. Yeah. Mm. yeah, nice. Um, Jono and Steph, you actually did that part. What did, what did you think of it? Um, it n- took me a while to kind of. <laughs> it's very jarring shift. <laughs> yeah. Kind of figure it out. Um, but honestly, I felt like I really took my lead mainly from what Nikki was doing, Jono's character. That was like, completely on your side. Oh, really? Maybe that's why it worked so well. We had oh, some oh, that's interesting. It was good complicite. Yeah. yeah. We looked at each other a lot. Ah, yeah. that was really interesting. Um, no, I thought it was really interesting using it as a module within this because it's such a grim, dark, mm. like fucked up world. Yeah. Have such a whimsical. Yeah. Mm. It was actually really. Refreshing. I, yeah. And I thought it was like we, even as a character, but I think as a listener back, you place your own contexts mm. on it and you like make it make sense for yourself, even mm. though it's so whimsical. Like I had to do with the puppets or Nikki had to do with the puppets. Yeah. I, had, I had no role in that. Um, <laughs> that was all him. Um, but you know, not every, not all of it needs to be explained. Mm. And yeah. that's what I really love about it. felt like a story game to me, yeah. um, it, which I don't know. Like, I love story games. They're probably my favourite, mm. like, path that I've taken in role-playing games is more of, like, a story game type thing. Yeah. Um, but it also reminded me a lot of these other two ones that I've seen used in D&D, uh, the Stygian Library and the Gardens of Yin. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, same style of, like, randomised, like... Point crawl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. Mm. It was so jarring, but it was mm. so fun to play a character like that in that space. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, that that's pretty much it from us. That puts Cyberpunk Red at a three point eight plus an anchovy, <laughs> um, which I think is a it's a very commendable very commendable score, um, above average. So yeah, good job. Yeah. Well, um, very quickly, do any of you have anything you'd like to plug? Only that, uh, only myself, in that I'm a trained actor and would love to <laughs> do more acting, frankly, because <laughs> you, COVID. Um, I've got an Insta, which I will have to put things on. I got the handle yesterday. I know I've got a couple of weeks before these come out. So I'm nice, it's so cheeky. good. Yeah, yeah, um, which is callumblair.actor um, on Insta. That'll have some stuff and, like, a link to my agent, but, like, no, I don't have any projects going on. That's all right. 
Uh, I have a podcast. Uh, it's very niche. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so fine. Um, um, I researched it. I was like, I actually like this. Uh, uh, it's called Infinite Minute. So it's an anime by minute podcast where I and my friend Caitlin Matheson watch Skate the Infinity Minute by Minute, which was an anime from early 2021. Um, and, yeah, we just watch that minute by minute and each episode of the podcast is a minute of the show. And okay. you can find us on uh, Twitter at infinite underscore minute. All right. Right. Yeah. Um, I do have something to plug, Will. I've, oh. I've recently been uh, – I'm producing and being a cast member in a new real play podcast called Avatar The Book of War. Mm. Avatar has an RPG system. It Where does. can listeners go to find out more? Season 8 <laughs> of our show. Yes, it is the same system, Avatar Legends. Yep. Um yeah, uh, it's with my co-host Ash. We were playing that system before it was a real system, um, just one-on-one, and we really loved it, and we really loved it in the system. And, yeah, um, it should – our first episode may be out by the time you listen to this, which will probably be – like you might be listening to this early like feb. early Feb. So, yeah. yeah, definitely, hopefully, first episode will be out by then. So have a look around. You can find it through my socials, um, which – are already linked. Just look for Jesse Thomas or Jesse Thomas the Dank Engine on Instagram. You should be able to find me there. Or you can type in uh, Avatar the Book of War and you should be able to find us uh, anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah. Will, how's uh, dissecting Disney Diddy's going? Oh, look, it's going. (laughs) (laughs) By early Feb, we'll be approaching end of what we've titled Season 1. We have like 20 songs that have a perfect score, so we are going to have to do some sort of battle royale. But yeah, Mm. we'll see how that goes. Find us at Dissecting Disney Diddies uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Great. Steph, anything to plug? No, nothing from me. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a sabbatical. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd love to thank each and every one good. of you. Oh, thank you. Um, yes, thank you. Yes, thank you so much also for staying so late. We very much appreciate your time and energy, um, especially uh, this time of year as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. And you've all yeah. been fucking amazing, so good job. Um, do we want to announce next season, Jesse? Uh, yes, we do. Next season, we will be playing a system called SCP, Secure, Contain, Protect, which is nice. based on the, um, yeah, the, I guess, internet collaborative storytelling venture that is Secure, Contain, Protect. Mm-hmm. So that's my job to dive into next. And I think, I think X-Files, I think. Yeah, it's kind of like X-Files. Kind of like, yeah, if you control. have control. Yeah, control. Yeah. Control. control. That's yeah. where I'm going to be drawing a lot of my inspiration because I loved Control. Oh, Such a good game. Such a good game. I've never played it. I will play it. So good. So good, Will. You'll love it. Yeah, um, yeah. and Such then also we have been toying with doing one last final Star Wars season. And yeah, that might be the next one. That actually. might be in between yeah. before SCP and that will just be like a little fun one. We think... We're going to approach Campbell to DM it. Yeah, we're going to bully Campbell into DMing it Because for us, he's so he knows it very start intimately. Start the internet pile on, please. Yeah, yeah. so um, <laughs> Campbell, if you're listening. Um, Surprise, e- you. Expect yeah, heads me. Up. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much, everyone. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Table top unknown.